Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Amy Wright here with Diddy TV, and we are having fun with Emily Barker in our studio today, and she just played a set that was just awesome, and now we want to sit down and talk with you just for a few minutes. Welcome. Thank you very much. Great to be here. So you're originally from Australia, and then uh, you moved to the UK, and you've been playing music in the UK. So what was that move all about, to move from Australia to UK for your music? Yeah, well, I, I grew up in this really small country town called Bridgetown, which is on, in the southwest. It's on the opposite side to Sydney and Melbourne, so it's south of Perth, which is the capital. And it is Perth is the most isolated city in the world from other cities, so the nearest city to there is in Jakarta. Is Jakarta. So I had, and I think with my European ancestry, I really wanted to go and travel. Like a lot of young Australians mm. um, with that ancestry, they... Uh, head off to Europe and to the UK to go and sort of see what that's all about. And I didn't really know what I was doing at the point, to be honest. I just wanted to travel and experience the world because I'd felt like I'd had um, quite an, uh, um, what do you say, just a, a wonderful childhood, but it was also, yes, very remote where I was. So uh, I headed off there and I had a two-year working visa and I just worked in pubs and did waitressing and started playing open mic nights. Um, I was based in Cambridge for a while and in London. And from one of these open mic nights, I got a festival uh, slot at the Cambridge Folk Festival, which I'm not sure if you've heard of, but it's quite... I have. A, yeah, it's a great, really one of Britain's best festivals. So... Uh, me and the guitarist that I was working with, we did a performance there and it went really well. And But that was two years before, uh, two weeks rather, before my visa expired. So I had to leave the country and come back to Australia. But I got an email from the guitarist saying, hey, John Peel has just played our little CDR. We sent him like some demos of four of the songs that we'd done. And John Peel, for those of you who don't know, is a legendary um, BBC uh radio presenter broadcaster broadcaster thanks yeah and so he'd played our like eight minute version of oh susanna on his radio show and he really loved what we were doing so that was sort of the beginning of me um thinking that maybe i could try to make a career in being a musician so i moved back to the uk and formed a band with the guitarist and that was quite a long time ago now what was the name of that band we were called the low country the low country yeah and you guys uh, put out some CDs. And yes, we did two together. Um, I don't even have copies of them. They're somewhere out in the world. Uh, and then I went solo, and I've, I forget how many records I've done under my own name. Something. Three or four? Uh, 
I think about six, actually. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. prolific. Yeah. That's great. Well, so when you started and you were writing your own music, obviously every artist says that it changes over the years because we change as people. Yeah. So how has your music sort of evolved from when you started as a solo artist and, mm. and now, and we'll move to talk about your latest album, but how, how has that evolved for you? Yeah, in many ways. Uh, I, th I grew up listening to a lot of sort of 70s um, folk revival um, and just the pop music of the day, which was fantastic. So uh, lots of Neil Young and Joni Mitchell and Carole King. Um, but then I, I loved always singing in a more soulful way. So Aretha Franklin is my all-time favorite singer, but people like Ann Peebles and Betty Lovette, and I just was really drawn to their voices. So... I sort of wrote songs in this more initially folky way, but um, over the years I've, um, and certainly with the latest album, Sweet Kind of Blue, which I made in Memphis, um, I've been moving more towards this soul blues direction. Uh, so it's, yeah, depending on which album you pick up, it could be pretty wildly different to, um, to the latest one. But I, re I really think it's important to sort of keep myself interested in what I'm doing so I don't want to repeat myself and I want to keep on moving forward and keep on challenging myself as a keep songwriter. It keep it fresh. Exactly. It's no fun if you don't. So Sweet Kind of Blue, you recorded that. That's your latest album. Yeah. And you recorded that here in Memphis yes. at um, Sam Phillips. Correct. Recording studio. Yeah. With Matt Rossbang, he produced it. And Jeff Powell was the engineer. And they're all local musicians that we use. So Steve Potts, who um, you've seen in the Diddy TV session, mm -hmm. he was the drummer. And we had Dave Kowser, who was the guitarist, and Dave Smith on bass, and Rick Steff on keys. And uh, the five of us, sort of the core band, we put down everything live to tape in four days. And, and then we had some uh, string quartet come in and do some overdubs and uh, some horn players as well and backing vocals. And yeah. That's like an all-star lineup. Of it absolutely is musicians. an all-star lineup. I was blown away to work with these musicians. They really, I mean, the work was some of the greatest, and they're just so humble and so lovely. And we had a lot of fun making that record. So, what was it like working with Matt as a as a producer? Um, because the producer plays such a um, important role in the sound of, of of an album. So, what was it like working with him? It was wonderful working with Matt. Yeah, he's so talented. Uh, I came across him by recommendation of a lot of people, and I asked. I kept on asking around Nashville, where I'd spend quite a bit of time. So, who do you think? Who's like a really upcoming producer? And everybody across the board said, "Oh, this guy Matt Rossbang." I was like, "Okay." need to get in contact with this guy and and we exchanged a few emails and um i sent him some of my demos and he could sort of hear this soul and country vein in a lot of them um and yeah he really brought that out in the album um and chose all the musicians to work with and i just think he just got it so right with um who to work with and he knew that our dynamic would be would work well uh he was just great he's so relaxed and just so good at reading people um, in the studio and just, he was wonderful, very positive. So was there anything specific in the sound that he suggested that um, maybe made it sound more like you're describing? So was there an instrument that he picked that maybe you, you wouldn't have picked or is there anything like that you thought was, oh, this is interesting? And Yeah, I think, I think what he did was um, choose the musicians that, mm -hmm. so rather than the instruments, he, he just chose the musicians who he... Uh, knew would get a certain 
a certain sound. Uh, and they'd all, all the guys had worked together on various projects before. Um, and then choosing to do it in Sam Phillips' recording service as well. It's just such a rich history. And uh, Jerry and Hallie have been uh, refurbishing the studio, so it's sort of got this new life to it, but knowing that it has all this history there and, you know, it was just amazing to make a record there and um, hear all the stories um, about the place and other artists that have performed there. And uh, that was very exciting too. So I think the combination of the, the place we chose to work and then working with these musicians as well, um, I think that was a big part of, um, of Matt's role as producer, I think, yeah. You know, every time I go to uh, visit Sam Phillips' uh, recording studio, and we know Hallie and, and Jerry, yeah. um, I always feel like I'm in the uh, the the church of, you know. I, know. I mean, you just recording. walk in there, and the whole design of the place, yeah. it, you feel like you're stepping back in time. You do, and it, you do. I just, it's I, very inspiring. Very inspiring. I, re I really, you know, as a somebody not from here, I really felt like I'd been given the keys to the heart of Memphis in a way, and... Uh, it was just such an honor, and yeah, it was wonderful. So you're touring now, and um, yeah. and uh, you've toured with some people just recently. Who've been, who have you been touring with? I've done my first U.S. tour with uh, Mary Chapin Carpenter, so opening shows for her all over the country, and I'm going to be doing some more with her uh, in the autumn and the fall. And I'm also coming back to Memphis to play at The Shell on the 15th of October, and play it also at the Music Cities convention here. So it's sort of the beginning of me starting to do a lot of work in the US. Um, but I'm just about to We're hop on We're excited about that. We'll yeah. get to see a little more of you. Uh, yeah, I really want to be here more. So um, I'm also going to Australia, back home, and doing a headline tour in the UK as well in November. So it's pretty much just touring for the rest of the year in three different countries, yeah. So uh, from a creative standpoint, what do you think is next for you creatively? That's a good question. I've just started writing now. Mm -hmm. So I, I think I'm just going to see where the songs lead me um, and we'll take it from there. Well, it's been a pleasure having you in the studio today, Emily. Thank you for having and me. Please Amy. come back again. Yeah, I'd love to. Thank you. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.